Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Date with Kate. Hope you guys have been having a good week. Um, I have a pretty busy week. I'm going to Punta Cana um, at the end of this week, which I am super excited about. So trying to get in so much stuff last minute, um, but I'm going there with some friends. So it will be really great to get out of the city for a bit. So next week's episode will actually be recorded down there. So I will have on my friends as guests, which will be really exciting. You get to hear some fresh new voices um, and definitely want to have on more guests for upcoming episodes. Um, I think that will be really fun. So for today's topic, we are going to be talking about green versus red flags. Um, so this is something that's, um, really important. Um, especially if you are entering a new relationship with someone, newly dating someone, um, just going on a first date with someone, things to be mindful of, pay attention to. And even if you are in a relationship with someone and been dating them a year or so, um, these are some good things to watch out for, um, and pay attention to. So I'm sure we've all heard of like the funny red flags, like, um, you know, if a guy has, you know, his bed in the corner of his room or Navy sheets, it's a red flag, Um, which, yeah, there's so many, so many of the stereotypical ones um, that we've heard of, but I am going to delve into um, some of the ones that you should actually watch out for um, because it may uh, get worse as the relationship goes on. So starting off with red flags, I think one of the biggest ones to me is, and this is also just one of my biggest pet peeves in general, especially, I mean, not just for relationships, but also for friendships, but a big red flag is if they are canceling plans on you or flaking at the last minute, you know, someone who is agreeing to go on a date with you or spend time with you, and then they're canceling um, at the last minute. You know, definitely pay attention to that. That's one showing a sign that they're not really respecting you or valuing your time. Um, and also, they're probably just not ready for for an actual committed relationship. It shows that they're not good with their time management skills. And you don't want to be in a relationship with someone who is, you know, constantly, constantly canceling plans on you. Another major red flag is love bombing, um, which I think we could do a whole other separate episode on love bombing. Um, But basically, love bombing is when someone is coming on really strong in the beginning. They're showering you with tons of attention, compliments, gifts. Oftentimes the gifts are super extravagant. You know, they'll say, they'll start planning trips with you very early on. Like you've been on a, you know, a few dates with someone and they're like, oh yeah, we should, you know, go to Miami this summer. No. And then they suddenly pull back. And this is oftentimes happens in the three month time frame. Um, I like to call it the three trial is because they will come on really strong, act so great. Everything will be perfect. And then the three months is up 
And then that's when they start pulling back and showing their true colors because someone can only fake it for about 90 days. So be really mindful of that when someone's acting all in from the get-go, super suddenly talking about trips, you know, planning out your future with you. You don't know this person. They don't know you. So they need to be treating you like the stranger that you are in the beginning. If you've been on a date or two dates with someone, you guys still are getting to know each other. So they need to treat you accordingly. Another big one is when they're acting hot and cold. So when one day they're acting super interested, they're telling you how much they like you They're like, yeah, I want to take you out to this great restaurant, you know, texting you all day. And then a few days they act like you don't exist, like you don't hear from them or, you know, they're like, oh, something came up with work. I can't do dinner tonight. Again, goes back to our first red flag of canceling plans, but be mindful of that. Like, yes, everyone has their bad days here and there and not every day is, you know, your relationship and your communication going to be at a level 10, but they should be pretty consistent across the board. So if they're, you know, acting hot and cold or, you know, especially if they're, if they're ghosting you for, you know, a few days or like a week, you know, people will be like, oh, well, he's really into me, planned all this date. And like, we had a great time. And like, now I haven't heard from him for five days. And then he just comes back like nothing happened? No. You you can't just be like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Because he's basically just talking to you when it's convenient for you. And if he's not talking to you for like a few days, five days, and you guys have like consistently been going on dates, then he's basically ghosting you, at least temporarily. And we did last week's episode about ghosting and how they come back but I always say that if you don't hear back from a guy it's because the trash shoots don't get good seller reception so just think of that next time if you do get ghosted by a guy that the trash shoots just don't get good seller reception so keep that in the back of your mind anytime you feel sad about a guy so Another one that I think is pretty major is when they talk badly about other people. Yes, of course, there may be someone, a coworker, you know, whatever, someone in their life that annoys them, they're not fond of, but they should be, they should not be talking badly about their friends, their family, people in their life. They should be treating others with respect and saying encouraging things about them. If they're going to if they're talking badly about other people and talking badly and saying things behind their friends back, then eventually they're going to do the same thing to you and talk poorly about you to their friends behind their back. So so pay attention to that. And another one that I kind of touched upon in our first episode when we talked about um, our first dates, um, not paying for the first few dates is a red flag. And it's not about, oh, 
you know, I'm just trying to get a free meal or free drinks or whatever. But if they're not paying up front in those first few dates, they're already showing you that they're not going to put in much effort or that they won't support you in the relationship. Now, if you're already official with them or close to that point, then it's okay if they're not paying for every date, you know, or you can, you know, if they get dinner or drinks or whatever, you know, you can get the Uber or you can get pay for something small. But in the beginning, they're try they should be impressing you. So they should be paying for those first few dates up front to show you, hey, that I'm interested. And also that like, okay, I will support you in a relationship and be able to provide for you. Now, this is one of the probably biggest red flags. Um, probably should have had this at the top of the list. Um, but if they are emotionally immature, and what I mean by that is if they're not able to talk about their feelings and a lot of guys struggle to open up and be vulnerable, but if they're consistently not talking about their feelings, you know, when you ask them, hey, like, are you upset about this or what's wrong with this? If they're shutting down when they're angry or, you know, getting mad at you when they had a bad day, you know, oftentimes you'll see guys will be stressed by work or had a bad day by it, but that is no excuse for them to then come home and be yelling at you or taking out their frustration, you know, and being snippy with you. So they, you need to find someone who can be emotionally balanced and isn't just going to react and, and lose their anger and, It's even a bonus if you can find a guy who is emotionally mature and is able to communicate, you know, when things are bothering you and, and open up and have that direct line of communication. So definitely something to, to look out for. Um, another one red flag is if they don't receive gifts well. Now, most people know if you get a gift, even if you don't like it, you should just be appreciative, say thank you. If they don't take a gift well, then this is just honestly pretty much a deal breaker. A lot of these things on these le- this list I've mentioned are more so a deal breaker. Like, So use your judgment with that. But... um. My ex had, I had given him a gift and it was a small minor gift, nothing too special, but he only had martini glasses. Now I would come over to his place and I just wanted to like have a glass of water, you know, drink out of a normal glass. And he only had stemless martini glasses. And I don't know. It's like, okay, drinking water, it can just dribble down your face. Like not super pleasant. So I took it upon myself and I was at Target one day and got him some water cups. Now they were basic cups, not anything. They were not the the West Elm or the Anthropology, you know, crystal clear glasses just basic plastic cups. I bought these cups for him and 
he was not very appreciative of my gift. And he told me that he didn't like it and said that the cup sucked. So needless to say, there was other things as well. But I broke up with him because if I give you a gift, he didn't even ask for the cups. You should just be appreciative and say thank you. So if you get a guy a gift and he's mad about it, then then just end the relationship, basically. Um, another one, this is also more of a deal breaker too. But if they have major issues of alcohol, like they're getting angry when they're drinking, then you need to stop seeing them. And I've definitely seen this um, before um, with an ex who would just definitely had issues you know, when they were drinking. And that's definitely something that you should not tolerate um, in any relationship, even a friendship. If you're consistently seeing someone who is is having issues, can't control their alcohol, then that person should not be in a relationship. Um, and then they should definitely seek help. Um, but it's not on you to, you know, fix that. Oftentimes, many of these things on this list the person has to change it themselves. You know, you may say, give hints and say, hey, you know, I I would appreciate it if you don't cancel on me or I appreciate it if you would just communicate more with me. But if they're doing major things like talking badly to you, talking down to you, you know, can't control their alcohol, like that's not on you to, to change any of it. Another one that you know, I think it's a red flag, not as major, but if he's following tons of girls, like random girls on social media that aren't his friends or people in his social circle, I would pay attention to that. Or is he's acting weird about social media? Like he's just, you know, wanting to check in on like, like be controlling over who you're following or like what you post, or if he's like, deleting and re-adding and doing a lot of stuff with his Instagram, then then definitely pay attention to that. That's probably an insecurity on his part and he's looking for ego validation. Now, the last one I have is not as major, but definitely something to pay attention to. If he never cooks and cleans, it's a bit of a red flag, not like major, not I wouldn't say, oh, break up with your boyfriend because he's a terrible cook, but I would pay attention to it. Like, you know, if you guys eventually move in together or get married, you're going to be sharing this space with someone. So you want someone who is going to be doing the chores with you, pitching in to help cook, you know, keeping their space clean is showing that they're respecting you. Also, it's just nice if a guy knows how to cook. I just don't think it's super attractive if a guy is getting takeout or making a frozen microwave meal for every meal. If they're doing that for like half the meals, then that's fine. But at least be able to like, you know, cook a chicken breast and even better if the guy can grill. So if he can grill you a steak, then that's a green flag. Okay, so now jumping into 
our green flags, we will end this topic on a positive note. So green flags. One that's a major one is if he's planning and following through on dates. So he's asking you in advance, you know, making reservations, not canceling right before and following through on it. That's definitely a great one to look out for. Another one is becoming interested as time goes on accordingly. So basically the opposite of love bombing. So on the first date, yes, he should be interested, wanting to get to know you, but not after the first date being like, oh, will you, you know, come meet my family or come to this wedding or come on this trip with me? He should get be asking those things and getting to know you as it as it the relationship progresses, as the dates continue um, to go on. So again, treating you like the stranger that you are up front. Another big one is if he goes to therapy, which I feel like this is not really talked about as much um, for guys, but it's definitely a great sign if he prioritizes his mental health um, and he has been to therapy before or is actively going to therapy or thinking about going to therapy, then that's definitely a green flag, good sign. Okay, another major one is if he's motivated and has goals. So definitely want to pay attention to, is the guy motivated in his career, um, you know, to be a better person? Is he motivated mentally? Does he have goals for himself? Does he have goals for his job, for his, you know, is he looking to eventually buy a house? Is he looking to, you know, get married and have a family? So if he's just a guy who's like, "Mm, you know, I don't really care much about my career. I don't care about being promoted. And then just is like sitting around playing video games, you know, has like no other goals, then that's definitely something to, you know, pay attention to. Okay. Another big one is, does he have a close relationship with his family and have a few solid friendships in his life? So if a guy has a good relationship with his parents, talks to them often that's a great sign. If he has a few good friends that he can rely on, go to for advice, um, and that he also supports them, then that's a good sign. You know, even better if he has just a few close friends versus just like a a huge circle of kind of just like surface level friendships. Like if you see a guy and he just has like a ton of friends, but all the friends are is just like a drinking buddy, you know, hopefully he has a few good deep friendships within that circle. So as time goes on, obviously pay attention to, you know, what his relationship with his friendships and family, um, is like, um, another one is, if you are a Christian, look for, does he have a faith? Any 
Is he spending time in it? I think there can be, you know, so many guys who are just, you know, going to church or say that they're Christian, but aren't actually living out their faith and having a relationship with God. So if he is spending time working on his faith and building that relationship, then that's definitely something um, you want to look for. Okay, another one is, are they respectful and open-minded? So are they respectful towards you? Are they respectful towards other people? Are they open-minded? Maybe they have a difference of opinion on something about you. You know, maybe you have different, I don't know, political beliefs or, you know, something else that you don't necessarily see eye to eye on. Are they asking you questions and talking about it with you in a way that's open-minded and encouraging a thoughtful, respectful discussion? then that's a green flag because if they're not and they're closed off and they don't care about your thoughts and your opinions, then you don't want to be with someone like that. Okay. Another one is if they are responsible and diligent. So basically just in every aspect, but if they're look for someone who's responsible financially, responsible physically, responsible mentally, responsible with their time, they're good at time management, you know, diligent with their life and following through on, on their word and what they say they're going to do. Another one that kind of goes back to being respectful is if they make you feel good about yourself. So find a guy that you, you leave hanging out with him and you feel good about yourself. Don't be with someone if they you know, or putting you down or talking down to you or be con- or being condescending towards you. That is a major red flag. So find someone who, who makes you feel good about yourself, you know, who compliments you, who uplifts you and, you know, compliments you in a genuine way, not in like we talked about in our love bombing way where they're like, oh my gosh, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. I've never met someone like you. If they're saying that to you after the second, third date, uh, like major, major red flags. So find someone who, you know, is complimenting you in a genuine way. Maybe if you've been going on dates with them for a month, you know, if they say a compliment like, oh, you know, I love spending time with you. Like you really make me feel great. And I, you know, love getting to know you. Then that is an appropriate compliment for the length of time. So make sure you're measuring is this compliment, you know, doesn't measure with the amount of time that we have been talking or dating. Okay. Another one is if they introduce you to their friends and family, but also make sure again, it goes back into, is it in a timely manner? So maybe if you've been dating a guy for you know, a month or two, yeah, then that's an appropriate time to meet some of his friends. If you're on the first or second date and he's already introducing you to his parents, then that's a red flag. And I actually went on a second date with a guy and he introduced me to his parents. Um, And 
that was so bizarre. Um, I should have ended it then when I did. Unfortunately, I continued to go on a few more dates with him after that. Um, but yeah, if he's introducing you to his parents or family on like the first, second date, no. At the same time though, if you've been dating a guy for like a year and you haven't met his friends or family, then that's a huge red flag. Like either he hasn't told anyone in his life about you or who knows, he could be, have a secret life. He could have another girlfriend. He could be married. Um, but you know, if he's introducing you, it needs to be in a timely manner. So if he's taking like a year for you to meet anyone in his life, like, you know, friends, family, even if you've been like nine months and you haven't even met anyone, then that's a red flag. Like he probably isn't that serious about it. Um, so yeah, make sure you're just the, the way in which you meet them is consistent with the amount of time that you have been dating. Um, a few other things are, that are good to, good to remember is asking if you made it home safe. So when you, when you get home from the date, he should be texting you. Oh, did you make it home? Okay. You know, opening the door for you. Um, and then also remembering things that you say or checking in on, on projects or things in your life going. So maybe you had a presentation at work, you know, a green flag would be like him texting you, Hey, how did that presentation go? Um, so if he's remembering all those small details, then that's good. Really, this is just a short list of all the attributes that you should pay attention and be mindful of, but pay attention to your gut and your intuition when you are dating someone. Pay attention to what their friends and family are saying, you know, to you about them. So if all your friends and family are like, oh, I don't know, there's some red flags about this guy, I don't really trust him, then then be mindful of that. You know, they're looking at it from an outsider's perspective. So you should trust their opinion and they are looking out for the best for you, but pay attention to just how you, how you feel when you're, you're dating someone. Do you, after each time you're together, did you have a good time? Do you feel good about yourself? If there's things where, you know, you're always getting into arguments with the person and, you know, you're leaving feeling upset, then yeah, that's not someone that you want to, to be with. So, so pay attention to how you're feeling And I always say, remember red flags because the red flags are not home decor. So don't just be blind to it or put on rose-colored glasses because the red flags are not something. Okay, so now time to jump into our questions for the week. So we have a question this week and this person says, I'm having a hard time getting dates and matches from the apps. I'm 30 and I'm feeling frustrated. I would just like to be able to go on a date, but guys seem to be too casual and not asking me on dates. What should I do? Okay, this is a really good question and I think probably a topic that a lot of people are 
embarrassed maybe to admit that they are, are struggling. Um, I think one of the biggest things first is to look out for is what kind of guys are you talking to and matching with on the apps? You know, if you see a guy and he looks drunken, every picture, his pictures are just like him out drinking with friends or, you know, he's not really putting the most like serious prompts on his profile, then yeah, he's probably not going to be looking for a relationship. He's probably looking for something casual. Therefore, he's just going to ask you probably to come over to his place and Netflix and chill. So try not to, you know, match with, with guys like that. Also, you know, look at what, you know, your prompt is. And we did our episode on, you know, what kind of pictures and prompts you should say and put on your app, but, you know, make sure your, your profile is the best representation and version of you in order to maximize your results. But also if you are having a hard time, you know, look at how much effort and work are you putting into dating and going on the apps. If you're just going on the apps, like, you know, and say you really want a boyfriend and you want a serious relationship, but, but if you're only going on the apps, like once every two weeks, then it's going to be a lot harder and a lot longer for you to get the desired results you want you know, you almost have to look at it as like a part-time job. You know, when you are looking for a new job and you're applying for jobs, you're interviewing, are you just going on LinkedIn and looking for, for new jobs? You know, oh, I'll just check it, you know, like once a week or so. No, you're probably checking it like every day and you're actively applying to numerous jobs, you're interviewing So you need to be doing the same thing in your dating life. If it's really important for you to get into a happy, committed relationship, then look at, okay, am I interviewing, aka am I talking to multiple people on the app? Am I applying? Am I going on dates with people, quality people that you can see results with? So don't just accept a date just for accepting a date. Like if you talk to a guy and there's already like two red flags on his profile or you're, you're not super excited about it, don't just go on the date for like the heck of going on the date. You know, look for people from their profile. Okay, I like this attribute, this trait about them. Oh, we seem like we have this in common. You know, we're having good conversation back and forth then okay, that's a good sign. Then go on that date. You know, you have to put some of the work into it to, to get your, get your results. So you're just sitting on the couch and not putting yourself out there, not going on the apps, then you're not going to get a relationship that you want. You know, it doesn't just fall into your lap, unfortunately. So you have to look at the time you're putting into it. You know, it's like if you if you want to lose weight, are you just going to go to the gym once a month? No, because that's not you're you're not going to get the results that you want. So, you know, 
if you are feeling burnt out and frustrated, then it is okay to, you know, take a step back and say, I'm going to take a month off from going on the apps and just, just resetting and and taking a little break from it. Um, so don't feel like you have to burn yourself out by going on it every, every day and making it your biggest priority. No, not at all. Um, but you know, maybe go on it, you know, every other day or something, or, you know, check it, check it once a day, or, you know, every few days is going to be probably you'll have better results than if you're just going on it, you know, once a month or so. Okay, you guys, that wraps up today's episode. Um, If you do have a question you want to submit in, you can send it to me on Instagram or TikTok. Um, That is, it's Kate Mart. Um, So yeah, send me in your questions there. Um, Feel free to leave a review and subscribe, follow, so you get all the notifications and you don't miss a new episode. So as always, I hope you guys enjoyed this date and I will talk to you guys next week in the sunny, beautiful Punta. All right. Have a good week.